right? So, uh, when during your real estate career did you form, uh, did you found Threefold Real Estate, and how has that helped you achieve your visions for entrepreneurship? Sure. So I founded Threefold Real Estate um, really when I started getting into uh, multifamily more. Um, but it was really, I guess, actually, I'd already had um, the, the three small to, to mid-sized um, apartments. It's really once I decided I wanted to start syndicating, which meant I needed a lot more investors um, because we wanted to raise a lot more money. And I read Joe Fairless's book, The Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. Uh, that's a good one. That's a textbook uh, on, on how to get going. And, and, and he's a marketing wizard. Uh, and, and if you want to raise money from uh, a lot of investors, you're going to need to do some marketing. So um, it kind of starts with building a brand. So threefold real estate investing became our brand. Um, and, and, you know, you need a website or a landing spot. If people hear about you, where, where do they go? You know, they, they probably need to go to a website. So you build that. Um, I started a podcast like you have, uh, Jan, to, to put the word out there and, and uh, start to establish myself as, as someone of an expert. So, um, yeah, that, that's when and, and why we got it started. And, it, and it really, uh, it's worked. It takes a lot of time. Um, you know, you start very small and, and you just slowly uh, build momentum, but the momentum does build up. Uh, and you kind of get your brain out there and, and more and more people hear about you and they tell others. And uh, then all of a sudden you bring in enough investors to take down, you know, multi-million dollar deals. Uh, so for, for you, it was, uh, and uh, I couldn't help but um, mention again that marketing is a big part of this, right? Getting mm -hmm. the word out there. Uh, uh, and you, uh, for you, you had the textbook, you know, and so, and, and, and your podcast, but one quick question before we get there um so how has your network helped you uh, in 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 your real estate ventures and how have you built how have you built it afterwards um my network has helped by um spreading the word and my my network is you know the network i already had before i you know even started real estate investing that's the thing you know, everybody has a network of, of some sort, even if it's just family and friends, but most people like, you know, even in my corporate space, I, you know, I had a network, a job I worked and things like that. Um, so I had this network and, and that network, that network became my investors. Like those are the people that decided to invest with us. Um, and then that network has spread the word to their network and they've brought even more investors to us. Um, and so, uh, you know, a big piece, I would say, again, that I would recommend to people, a big part of our network has been the local RIA. The Real Estate Investment Association in Cincinnati. There's one in every city, and the one in Cincinnati has been awesome. And we've had, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, at least 10, but probably maybe more like 20% of our investors have come from the RIA. And they're not people I knew before. They were not in my network. Uh, but I joined the RIA and, and they've, you know, gotten my network uh, through the RIA and they've invested with us. So that's a great thing that, that anybody can do and, and should be doing if you want to start building a network uh, for anything, really, even if you're not syndicating. That's a great place to build a network. Wow, that's like, um, yeah, uh, our listeners and maybe I should also check out um, the uh, RIA, you know, uh, because mm -hmm. that can be a very effective way to grow your real estate audience anyway. So now let's talk about uh, your podcast. So along with actively investing, you have a podcast based on the threefold in, uh, real estate investing brand. 
and it also discusses multifamily real estate investing and focusing uh, and focuses on pursuing better relationships. So how did that come about and how have you market, marketed that effectively? Yeah, I, I don't know if I've marketed it uh, that uh, effectively, but it came about because um, I, I had an interest in doing a podcast. I, I thought it uh, would, would be a lot of fun. Um, and, and really, again, um, it allowed me, and I felt like it was going to do this, and it, and it really has way more than I could have dreamed, honestly. It, uh, and it would allow me to um, network with, with uh, experts in the field. Um, and, and that's what it does. You know, when you have a podcast, um, most people that are trying to market like me, um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in going on other people's podcasts and, uh, there's been a lot of people that have been interested in coming on my podcast. So the network I've had not, not to find investors because other apartment syndicators aren't, you know, likely are not going to invest with me. Um, I've built this incredible network of experts, people that are doing way bigger, better things than I am, uh, in, in multifamily real estate investing, um, and are just way ahead of me. I've, I've gotten a network with them, learn from them as my listeners learn from them. So that's been what's so cool. I, 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 uh, that's what I thought it would do, and it's it's done it uh, far beyond what I what I thought. Is that I have just learned so much, and I built such a great network within the multifamily industry while doing the podcast. Uh, and then I think what it's done for me too, Gion, you know, as far as um, kind of marketing threefold, um, is it, I think it gives it adds to your credibility. So I, I don't think a lot of people just listen to my podcast and then decide to invest with me. I think. They hear about me, they're thinking about investing with me, they check out my podcast, maybe they just listen to one episode, but they go, yeah, guy, guy seems to know what he's talking about, he's got his own podcast, like, it just adds credibility. So I think they're like, okay, I, that, that helps me get over the hump to, to want to invest with this guy. So um, I think it's definitely done that. You know, when, uh, frankly, you know, when, when my wife and I were, were thinking through it and kind of planning it out and, and the company and threefold and all that, um, and, and thinking about doing a podcast, um, you know, for us, it, it felt like an opportunity to market what we were trying to do. Um, and, you know, for us, um, what we're trying to do is not only real estate, but is is our faith uh, in Jesus Christ and, and our family, you know, our, our, our kids and our lifestyle design. So that's a big part of the podcast, too. I want to promote not only multifamily real estate, because I think it's an incredible investment. I think everybody should, should get some exposure to multifamily real estate. Uh, but the reason I think it's so cool and the reason I think um, entrepreneurship in general, but uh, for us, entrepreneurship and, and real estate industry, the reason I think that's so cool is because it can provide you a better life, in my opinion. Um, you can control your life. You can have better lifestyle design and have better relationships with, with your uh, spouse, with your kids, which which is so much more important than whatever we do in work. So uh, that was kind of you know the, the thought uh, behind our podcast specifically and in, in what direction we took it. Yeah, so uh, f- from my understanding, Lee, uh, uh, your podcast was an inspiration uh, or could have also been to build credibility. And mm-hmm. so uh, uh, just a question, uh, have, your, uh, have the experts you host on your show, uh, have they become mentors for you? Do you learn from them and, uh, or, how, uh, or how, how have they served after uh, being hosted on your show? Yeah, they haven't. They haven't really become mentors. I mean, it's not like I've really stayed in touch with them. Um, but you know, when they come on, you know, before I bring them on, I, I kind of get an idea of, um, you know, what kind of their, you know, some people say like what their um, superpower is, and just like what they're really good at, right? Like, what's the thing that, that they're kind of known for? And, and a lot of them have been on other podcasts, and so I've heard them, and and so I, I just try to dig in and, and, and get a better understanding. So, you know, I talk to them for forty five minutes, and and I just learn from them for forty five minutes. 
and I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm just kind of taking it all in just internally even uh, and going forward with it. So um, I wouldn't say the people I have on become mentors. I will say there's there's a couple people I've had on and maybe like I connected with them a little bit um, through LinkedIn or something like that or, or through a, a common uh, friend, associate. And then I'm like, hey, I want to get you on my podcast. And then it's like 45 minutes of us talking to getting to know each other even more. And then we kind of develop a relationship and, and I have definitely kept in touch with some people after that. And, and it's not so much a uh, mentor, but it's somebody that, that might become a partner later on because um, that's another cool thing about syndication is the deals can get so big. Um, and even the deals I'm doing are, are not that big, but they're big enough that you may bring in another syndicator, another sponsor. And maybe they, maybe you have the deal and you're ready to operate the deal, but you can't raise another $2 million because you just raised $2 million for the last deal and you kind of, you know, used all your investors and you don't have a bunch more investors ready to go again for another two million. So there's some people that I've interviewed on my podcast and kind of developed a relationship with that I know they would be excited to raise a couple million dollars for one of my deals uh, because then they'll get a, a piece of the GP. So uh, that, that's been kind of cool too. I definitely have some some good relationships like that that um, haven't partnered with them yet because we've just done a few deals and we've always been able to raise the money, but I could definitely see some future partnerships with those people. Yeah, so for you it was uh, partnerships, the and not, um, and maybe maybe a listen. Mentorships, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so, uh, where do you see yourself with the podcast? Maybe in a few months, a few years, and uh, would you, are you willing to explore any other ideas with it? Um, you know, I, I am trying to to fine tune it. Uh, for me, I, I'm just trying to get better as an interviewer, as a host. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm always listening to other podcasts. I, I love podcasts, so I, I listen to other podcasts. And there's some, you know, guys and, and girls out there that I feel like do it so much better than I do. So I'm trying to learn from them. And and really, that, that's the main thing I'm trying to do with it is like maybe get to the point. Like I said, you know, usually when I bring someone on, I have an idea of like one or two things I really want to talk to them about. But I might spend a lot of time in the beginning just kind of going through their story. And, and I think maybe I kind of want to jump through that quicker and get to the get to the the again, like their superpower or whatever, and really dig into having more time to dig in on that. And maybe sometimes spend more time at the end talking about the faith and family, which is really important to me and, and a lot of my guests. Um, so I'm definitely looking at fine tuning it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. My, my wife has gotten actually very uh, involved. I used to do all my own editing and my own publishing. Now she's doing all that and doing a better job of it than I did. Uh, and we've, we've seen our numbers uh, tick up for sure. Um, so we're just promoting it more, trying to get it out there more, reach more people with it. So I think we just kind of want to keep moving in that direction. Um, I could see, you know, at some point paying somebody to do that and, and probably doing an even better the job of my wife because she's not trained in marketing or anything like that, um, anything social media. So um, I, I could see us making an investment in that at some point to maybe um, get it out to even more people. Uh, that, that's kind of what we're thinking about right now. Yeah, so it's all all the process of just scaling reliably. Um, and so uh, you mentioned superpower. Uh, so what what is what do you think your superpower is, and and how has that helped you? Yeah, I think my my superpower it can be a real detriment to me as well. Um, <laughs> but um, just being able to see the big picture and and being able to. Um, you know, take big action. Uh, I, I think if you want to get into real estate in general, certainly if you, if you want to be an entrepreneur, um, you have to take a leap of faith to some degree at, at some point. Um, especially, you know, if you want to have some, some big, exciting success and, 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 you know, 
do some big things. You, you got to take some big, scary steps. And I'm able to see, uh, kind of see a vision for the future. I, I'm definitely kind of one of those visionaries that, that is just always looking at the future and always kind of seeing this big vision. So I can see it. And I kind of always said, like, I need less information and less assurances than most people to feel comfortable enough to take a big step. Um, and, and so I think that's my superpower. I think you need that now. It also is good to have somebody on your team that doesn't think like that. That's like, no, 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 let's make sure every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And if you have both those people, you'll meet somewhere in the middle, it'd be great. And that, that's my wife. Um, you know, for me, my partner's a, a little bit more like that, but honestly, he's, he's kind of a visionary in, in, in that way too. So we probably need somebody else on our team that is less like that. But um, that's definitely my superpower and it is necessary. I think just for entrepreneurship in general, I mean, it, it's very scary. It's a lot less scary to just show up at the same place every day and collect a paycheck every Friday. Um, you know, and let somebody else take on all that uh, vision and, and risk and all that. So um, for me, I, I enjoy that. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't keep me from sleeping at night. Um, I can kind of see the vision, collect just enough information and then just go for it. Wow, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful that you're able to identify what you're really good at. And for you, it's, uh, it's, it's being a visionary and having that extra confidence in yourself and some of that may stem from family or, or or your own specific faith and so from what i can tell you are a dedicated uh, a, a, a dedicated uh, person in whatever in whatever venture you take on and so as we uh, as we get to the end of our interview i wanted to ask you what advice do you have for teens about entering the real estate field you said about teens yeah, yeah, for teens and uh, and just for anyone who's interested in exploring a new opportunity. Yeah, I the best advice I, I can give you is um, to network. Uh, you, you find people um, that are doing what you think you want to do, um, and talk to those people. Um, job shadow those people. Go, you know, learn from them, listen to them, watch them. Number one, I mean, because the first thing you really want to do is, is get a vision, like decide what you want to do. I mean, are you sure you want to get into real estate? Real estate's huge. What part of real estate? I mean, you could do something totally different from what I'm doing. Maybe you want to have Airbnbs, um, but you, how do you know if you want to do that if you, you've never done it? Well, the best way is go find somebody that's doing it um, and, and, and learn from them. And, and by finding someone, Jan, I mean, as you know, like you're doing, like it may be listening to podcasts, uh, but but really educate yourself and, and make sure again. Not only does having an Airbnb have fun, sound fun or syndicating a hundred unit apartment sound fun, it is is the lifestyle that it's going to provide something you want to do. Like with with Airbnb, um, now you, you can you can sub this out eventually, uh, but I don't want to take text messages from people that are renting my uh, you know unit every day. So I, I don't want to do that. And I don't really want to scale it and have other people doing that for me. It's just, that's not what I want to do. Um, you know, with an apartment, you don't have that. You have property management. They answer all those calls. Um, you can, you know, I think you can have a manager of an Airbnb too, but just, you need to develop a vision of, of what you want to do and then kind of get an idea of like the steps it's going to take to get you there. And I think the best way to do that is to network with people. And you can do that through podcasts and reading, but going to meetups, local meetups, the local RIA, like I was talking about, going to some of these conferences, um, I think going and meeting people and talking through that to, to establish your vision and then establish a plan is the most important thing. And I think, I think networking is the key for that. 
Yeah, I, I've, I've heard many people on the show say that, you know, that networking is essential. And uh, one thing came to mind is like, as long as you're, you have your vision and you're trying every day um, to make that vision a reality, you're, you're heading in the right direction. Right. Yep. So on a more uh, general sense, uh, what advice do you have for students about using their time relationships and opportunities to take advantage of their passions? Um, yeah, I think, um, I guess here, here's a good, I would read the book, uh, The One Thing, um, Gary Keller, and then there's there's two authors to it, and I can never remember the second guy. But The One Thing, um, it's, it's all about doing, not just being um, efficient and getting a lot of things done and working hard. It's about being effective and doing the right thing. So when you decide what you want to do and you decide what your passion is and you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to start this business or get into real estate, you got to constantly ask yourself, um, and, and it's usually like a daily thing, What what's the one thing, you know, going back to the title, and it might be two or three things each day, but what is the one to three things that I need to do today to actually move me in that direction, right? So you can jump on and be on Facebook and post a bunch of stuff and, and do some networking and you're talking to a bunch of people, but like, but you know that actually the one thing I need to be doing is I need to start underwriting properties, but you don't really want to do that, but you need to get that written down that like the one thing I need to learn to do is underwrite. And if I'm talking to a bunch of people that don't know how to underwrite then I'm not talking to the right people, I need to be talking to this guy who underwrites or I need to save a little extra money and buy this program that, that comes with an underwriting template and they kind of teach you how to do that. And then I need to just spend some time looking on LoopNet for properties and underwriting them and then talking to my buddy over here and, and ask him if I'm doing the right underwriting. Like that's my one thing. And, and it might be a couple things. It might be talking to this guy and doing some underwriting and you know talking to this guy. So it's one of three things, but I think that's what's going to help you actually move the ball forward is get clear about what, what's the one, two, three things that I need to do this quarter, this month, and even today, each day, get that in your mind and write those things down and actually do those things instead of all the other things that can keep you busy, but aren't really moving you in the right direction. Yeah, that's, that's really impactful, you know, because like finding the one thing that you need to do, but also finding that one thing that keeps you awake at night or the thing that that, uh, uh, that makes you want to get up from bed and, and just do whatever you want to do, right? Sure. And so do you have any last words for our audience? Uh, like some, some, a few things that you really want our listeners to get out of this episode today. Well, for me, um, you know, not everybody has the, the, the same faith and, and the same uh, priorities that I do, but I do think you need to get clear on that and, and uh, try to think about what, um, you know, what's important to you in, in your life uh, first, because if, if you become an entrepreneur and, and you build a great company or you, you know, buy a lot of real estate and you have a lot of success, but you don't have good relationships um, and you, you know, you don't end up building the life that you want and you're kind of left at the end with, a lot of money or a great company and and you don't have good relationships no one's happy with that no no one is happy with that at the end of the day um they might be happy at certain times during the day but it's not a life that anybody wants so um that's my advice i, I think there you know you just got to keep reminding yourself there's a lot more that's more important and when it comes to being an entrepreneur you know know that from the beginning and, and set it up that way decide again that's why i think it's so important to you know 
network and, and kind of job shadow and look for people that are not only doing what you want to do, but are, are that have the life that you want to have. Uh, because if you find somebody that's really good at flipping houses or buying apartment buildings and you model your business after their business, then hopefully you'll get the same results in, in business that you have. But you better be careful that you don't get the same life results that they have if they don't have the life that you want. So um, I think that's important. I, I think every, it's important to everybody, uh, just whether we realize it or not, whether we realize it uh, before and we design our company that way, or we realize it after in, in regret when we've lost those that we really care the most about because we were you know, just so into being an entrepreneur. Um, and again, I, I say that, uh, you know, because I can fall into that. I mean, that's, you know, I, I'm all in on uh, real estate and I can be consumed by it, but I have to remind myself, you know, this is all gonna, in my opinion, like it's all gonna burn someday. Like this, I'm gonna go away and nobody's gonna remember threefold, right? Um, but my, my family, my relationships with my family, the legacy that we pass on and how for us, how we serve and honor our God, that is is eternal. Um, so yeah, you gotta get clear about those things and, and make sure you're keeping that front of mind each day. Yeah, just having that balance is about your opportunities and your relationships that you take advantage of, but also like just strengthen, you know, like you're strengthening your relationships and the, and the last line you said, you know, it's all about that legacy that you leave behind. And so with that, Lee, I'd, I'd like to thank you for the honor you've given me to just gain insight into Threefold Investing, your podcast, and um, your specific ventures. Uh, it's, it's been a blast learning from you and, and, and talking to you, and I'm sure it, it was for the learn, uh, listeners as well. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on, Gian. It was, it was a blast being on. Yes, thank you. Um, and with that, have a wonderful day, you all.